This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I want to welcome everyone that's tuned into Radio K Pulpit. You're with Alana Ulifu. And this is my program called Body Matters. And today I'm going to be chatting about the topic of anxiety. Do you struggle with anxiety? And I just want to start off by reading Philippians 4, verse 6, which says, Do not be anxious about anything, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and our minds as we live in Christ Jesus. I think that is such a beautiful scripture. And we can go into that scripture a little bit later on. But today you might be struggling with anxiety. You know, your greatest battle that you could be facing right now is in your mind. You know, the fear and anxiety um, compared to peace. You know, sometimes we are so overwhelmed with our situations and we really trust in God for peace. But how do we get that peace? But before we go on to that, you know that it's not uncommon for some of us to be overcome with fear and anxiety when we don't know what the outcome of a situation is going to be like. You know, sometimes you get a report from the doctor, um, you know, you might be facing, um, you've been laid off by work, you know, you might be looking for work, you might be struggling in a situation, or you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So you know what, it's that unknown place. And I know that it's a terrible and frightening place to be. You know, when you are anxious, the pain of the situation, or whatever you are experiencing can seem to be far worse than what it is in reality. You know, when you're anxious, when you're anxious, your mind tends to exaggerate things, maybe blows it out of proportion. But I'm not trying to undermine what you're going through. As I said, but our minds do have a creative ability and can cause us to become so overwhelmed at times. And this can cause more stress. And anxiety, which can become a vicious circle. You know, when you're caught up in that anxiety. I remember when I was um, very sick at one stage. And, you know, when you are going to the doctor and you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Or you've gone to the doctor and you're not sure what's going on. Or they give you a bad report and you come home and you just overwhelmed and the more overwhelmed you are the more stressed you become and it just is one big vicious circle the more you think about it the more you worry about it the more anxious you become you know that worry can open the door for anxiety and you know that anxiety is a spirit it's the spirit of fear that comes in. You know that the enemy wants to paralyze us in our situation so that we are unable to move forward or even think that there's a way out of our situations. And I just remember um, where it says fear, where Joyce Meyer says fear 
is false evidence appearing real. And um, and fear is also anticipating the whole time that something negative is going to happen. You see, the truth is that it's only a thought. You know, sometimes when we're overwhelmed with anxiety, it's only a thought or a speculation of something that has not happened yet or it might never happen. And therefore, when we are facing anxiety, it's just good to put things back into perspective again, that sometimes our own imaginations can run havoc with us and cause us to feel defeated, sometimes before anything physical has taken place. So let's just take a a short music break and then we can come and chat a little bit about what anxiety is, and how can we overcome that? Welcome back. It's Alana Olifier, and you're with Body Matters. And I'm chatting a little bit about anxiety. And I just touched on how powerful our minds are, you know, when we worry about something. And um, our minds can sometimes exaggerate our situations, you know, that what if what if this happens? What if that happens? And when we get to a place where we start worrying, you know that worrying opens the door to, to anxiety and fear. You know that the Word of God says so many times, do not worry, do not worry. And I just mentioned how, you know, our minds can be so powerful and that it can create situations and scenarios even before anything even happens. And, you know, the Bible says, why worry about something when you cannot do anything about it? You don't know what the future holds. You don't know what the the next day holds, but we consume ourselves sometimes with worry and with fear, which we could have been enjoying a day because the things we worry about sometimes never happen. And the things that we fear never, never takes place. So what causes fear and anxiety and how can we overcome it? So let's go back to the mind. Our minds are so powerful and therefore we need to learn to take our thought captives in times like these. When we become fearful or anxious, we need to evaluate what we are thinking. You know, sometimes when you have an anxiety attack or you become anxious, you can feel that you're not feeling, you know, something's not right. And often when you go back to your thoughts and you think, what was I thinking about? What was I meditating on before I felt this way? You know, the enemy attacks our mind and with thoughts that oppose the word of God. You know, the enemy wants us to be to be fearful. He wants us to worry. Why? And and I'm going to get to that why just now because it's so important. You see, his warfare against us are lies, lies that can cause us to fear. You know, there are true and real fear. We we do get situations which are fearful, you know, where we see the evidence of it or whatever, and it's truly is fearful. But then there are things that we don't really know. You know, will that thing happen? You know, um, you know, maybe it is worse than what I think. And those are sometimes lies that the enemy will um, put in our thoughts. And when we believe a lie, it can create fear. You see, the devil will give us all the different scenarios. I mean, for me, when I um, didn't know what was wrong with me, 
you know, the only thing that could come to my mind is maybe I'm not going to live. You know, maybe this thing is so serious because no one knows what's going on. And when you start thinking thoughts like that, it says, so a man thinks in his heart, so he will become. You know, you can think yourself into a state of being. And that is when you believe a lie. And as I said, sometimes that is something that hasn't even happened yet. So fear and anxiety and hear me out. I'm not undermining what you're going through, but is normally rooted in a lie. You know, somewhere in your subconscious, somewhere you have believed a lie about your circumstances, about your situation. You know, that fear can also gain access over our lives through um, an experience of trauma. You know, sometimes we've gone through a traumatic period or something in our lives. And every time we think about something like that or we find ourselves in a similar situation, that can bring up all the emotions of fear and anxiety again. And so it's a trigger point. And we think we're back in that place. And it's because we haven't dealt with the root of the issue. And that's when we need to get healing or inner healing. You know that fear is a spirit. Fear is not an uh, an emotion. I want to tell you it's a spirit. And that spirit has access over you when you choose to believe a lie or when you start opening the door of worry. Now, worry is like a gatekeeper for fear. The minute you start worrying and mulling things over in your mind and you you start meditating on it, that is when that spirit of fear starts becoming active. In 2 Timothy, and I want to tell you why it's a spirit of fear. It's not a it's not an emotion, because in 2 Timothy 1 7 it says We do not have a spirit of fear, but power, love, and self-discipline. The other translation, it actually says, um, we do not have a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So you see, the scripture illustrates that the Holy Spirit inside of us, if you are a child of God, the spirit inside of you does not contain fear. The Holy Spirit is joy, peace, and love. Now, the minute you step out of joy, peace, and love, you've got to do with the spirit of fear. The minute you start fearing, it's when the spirit of fear, which is a demonic spirit, overtakes. And therefore, we are referring to another spirit that is not from God. Therefore, there are many scriptures in the Bible where the Lord repeatedly says, do not fear. Fear is the gateway to anxiety, just as it says worry is the gateway for fear, and fear is the gateway to anxiety. And anxiety, you know what anxiety is? It's a form of torment. Now, I don't know about you, but I have been anxious, and it's a tormenting spirit. It is, sure, you don't know how to deal with this tormenting spirit. It's like that you are constantly on edge. It's like something bad is going to happen, that constant feeling. And that feeling is not from God. That is a torment. That's the the enemy bringing a tormenting spirit against you. Um, There was a time, as I said, I was sick and I was so overwhelmed with fear and anxiety. And the one time I... I've experienced an anxiety attack and it really, I mean, I know people say they struggle with anxiety and I thought, oh, that's not, you know, that's just fear 
exaggerated. But the minute you have an anxiety attack, it is a completely helpless situation. I remember it felt like I was having a heart attack. It felt like you're moving into another dimension and you have no control over what you're experiencing. And you know, that was the the one time I experienced that I was literally in pick and pay and I was doing shopping. And I had my trolley, I did my monthly shopping. And I'll never forget my trolley was standing sky high with everything in. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I just had this feeling come over me. And it was so fearful. And I remember just dropping everything in that shopping mall. And I went home. And I said, God, what was going on? What happened? I've never experienced that before. And I remember still going home and saying to my husband, you need to take me to the doctor. There's something wrong. I'm sure I had a heart attack or a mild heart attack or whatever it is. And you know what the Lord, when I when I called out to the Lord, the Lord clearly showed me that um, that fear and anxiety are, are demonic attacks. And what I was experiencing was a physical, tangible, demonic attack. You know, as Christians, we have the one thing that we do have is the authority to rebuke and command these spirits to leave us in the name of Jesus. Um, And you know what? We can take up our authority. I know sometimes when you're in this situation um, and you have that anxiety attack, I think the only thing that you can do is Take up your authority, pray, whether it means just to pray in the spirit, whether it's to rebuke that spirit, you can actually command that spirit to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. And just touching on fear. So let's look a little bit about fear because I know fear and anxiety kind of goes hand in hand. You know that fear is associated with the slave mentality and punishment. And you know that fear is literally the opposite of having faith. But faith is rooted in love and sonship. Fear is, I don't I read that scripture about where it says love is perfected. Perfect love casts out all fear. And um, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear because fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears is not being perfected in love. Now, this is another kind of fear. This is not an anxiety fear. You know, this is the kind of fear you experience when you feel like you don't want to enter God's presence because you feel like you failed him. You, you're scared he's going to punish you or, you know, you're not good enough. And that kind of fear is the fear that I'm talking about. You know, when you, um, when you, when you are rooted in faith, and you know the Father's heart, you know, because a slave always perceives that is that is a slave does not perceive his master as a father who cares or loves him. Um, a slave will always feel like he has to earn his master's favor and acceptance, and if he does not perform. Um, He fears punishment. But you know what? When we are a child of God, we are not a slave. You know, we don't have to work in order to gain God's acceptance. Um, But the minute we fear him, we are saying that we are not sure of his character. Therefore, fear is associated with a slave mentality. And um, 
And we don't believe that God is a God of unconditional love. You know, when we walk with God and we know that he is love and that he loves us and his heart is good for us, you know, then we are walking in sonship. Because if you've got a father, a good father, many of us who have earthly fathers who are good fathers, that your father, when you're in trouble, you run to him. When you need something and you say, Daddy, I need a pair of shoes, you you know your dad's going to give it to you. You know, if you need anything, you know your father's always going to be there. You don't fear him. You go to him. You ask him. You don't worry whether he's, he's got money or not. You know, if you go home and you open up your fridge, there's food. You don't worry whether there's going to be food or not. And I mean, there might be people that do. But we know that the father cares for us and because he cares for us we need to be rooted in faith you know um we need to know that sonship is when our identities are rooted in the fact that we have a good loving and caring father and we don't have to perform because he loves us for who we are and not for what we can do there is an assurance that god is good and that his perfect love cast out all fear you know, when we fear as Christians, and I'm talking about Christians, as I said, it's the opposite of faith. Fear says, you know what fear says to God? God, I don't trust you enough that you will be able to help or deliver me in my situation. And, you know, therefore we need the word of God to overcome fear. You know, the word says, the Bible says, my people will perish because of a lack of knowledge if we don't know the word of god if we don't know the character of god you know that god is good that he will help us you know we cannot overcome we cannot walk in victory and therefore we need the word of god to overcome fear so that we can replace the lies of the enemy with the truth of god's word you know faith is based on the truth of god in our situations. Faith comes from what? From hearing the word of God. And faith goes hand in hand with peace. You know, when you are struggling with fear and or, or anxiety, it's torment. But the minute you step into faith, when you start believing, God, you can help me. God, you can do it. God, I can overcome. And the minute you step into peace, you step into faith because faith and peace is faith and peace is inseparable. Um, in Romans ten seventeen, it says in Philipp, uh, that's in Romans ten seventeen. Faith is basically hearing the word of God. Now, when you struggle with fear and anxiety, one of the things that you can do is to get into the word of God. Whatever you are fearing, whatever you are struggling with, whatever it is that is bothering you, to go and ask God, show me your truth. Show me the truth about my situation in your word. You know, God wants to, to show you that he's a God of love, a God of peace. And if we look at Philippians 4, 8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So what I'm saying is 
fear and anxiety has got a lot to do with the with our minds, what we focus on, because the enemy will plant lies in our thoughts. Um, he will present us with that. And we've got a choice whether we're going to believe it or not. We've got a choice whether to take our thoughts captive or not. And that's why in Philippians 4, 8, we are instructed by God. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, it says, think about such things. So we are instructed to think about good things and we need to guard our thoughts constantly and remain focused on the Lord and the good things he says about our situation. You know, God is good and he has good things for us. He wants us to think good thoughts because why? When we think good thoughts, we start feeling good. And when we start feeling good, we start um, experiencing his goodness. We start experiencing peace. We start experiencing joy. You see, because our minds are so powerful. And I said right at the beginning, our minds are so powerful that it can determine the outcome of our situations and our lives. And I said um, that scripture that says, so a man thinks, so he will become. Whatever you allow to ponder on, will affect you emotionally eventually. It could create you to be fearful or it could create you to be happy. So whatever emotion you want to feel is determined by what you think. I'm just putting it in a, in a, uh, in a nutshell. If we think about Job um, 3.25, it says, he says this, for the thing that I greatly feared is upon me, and that which was af- that which I was afraid of has come upon me. And you know what? That's actually quite a frightening um, verse for me, because another translation says, the thing I feared the most has come upon me. Why? Because when you fear something, that something's going to happen, you attract that negativity. You attract it. You are thinking it into existence. And therefore, we should not give the enemy or the spirit of fear any power by meditating on it. We should cut it off. We should take our thoughts captive and bring it under, um, bring it under God, under his rulership. To overcome anxiety and fear, we need to be willing to press into the Lord. You know, how often... You know, we are anxious and we just allow the enemy to run havoc with us. But we have the authority because the spirit in us, it says the spirit, you know, that only spirit can fight spirit. When we are anxious, it's an attack. When we are fearful, it's an attack from the enemy. And we have got the the spirit inside of us is not a spirit of fear. So we can overcome. We've got the authority in Christ Jesus to overcome fear, to overcome anxiety, um, you know, and we can spend time in the word of God. We can read scriptures and verses that says, do not be anxious, do not worry, do not give the enemy a foothold, you know, and the only way we can, we can cut off the enemy is by taking our thoughts captive and by doing what is right by focusing on what is good, right, and worthy of praise.
You know, to overcome anxiety and fear, we need to be willing to press into the Lord, pray and do spiritual warfare. It could be minute by minute, hour by hour, even day by day, until we experience His peace. You know, the minute we step into peace, we have stepped into faith. And the minute we allow fear and anxiety to control us, we open the door again for the enemy to torment us. So let's take a a short break and then we come and we talk about how can we experience the peace of God. Welcome back. This is Alana Olifi with Body Matters. And the subject that I'm talking about is anxiety. Do you struggle with anxiety? And I've just been touching on fear, anxiety, and worry. And you know that it's not God's heart for us to be anxious. And I just want to recap a little bit on what I said that you know that fear is a spirit. And if you belong to Jesus Christ, the spirit inside of us, the Holy Spirit, doesn't contain any fear. And you know that we are more than overcomers in Christ Jesus. When we fear, we give the enemy a foothold. When we worry, we give the enemy a foothold. When we are anxious, we give the enemy a foothold. And that is not God's heart. So the minute you're operating in fear or anxiety, it's like a tormenting spirit. It's, we are, are literally um, literally stepping into the enemy's territory. I also mentioned that sometimes fear and anxiety is rooted in a lie. Sometimes in our subconscious, deep down, we believe a lie that is not from God. Um, just to give an example, we might believe that we're not good enough and we're going to go to hell or, you know, um, God is going to punish me or or whatever it could be. Something that is not from God normally creates us to become fearful and anxious. But I want to talk about the peace of God because fear is literally the opposite of faith. You know, when we operate in faith, we will have and experience God's peace. Now, I know when you're anxious and you are um, struggling with that tormenting spirit, all you want is peace. And how do you obtain that peace? It says faith comes from hearing the word of God, that spending time in the word of God, knowing the scripture of God, taking up your authority in Christ. So how do we obtain this peace? And I want to read Philippians 4, 6 again. I started off with the scripture that says, Do not be anxious about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, the scripture clearly um, gives us instructions to pray. Okay, so here you are, you're anxious. You may be worried about something, whatever it may be, and you're feeling that you're anxious about it. Now, what does the word of God say here? Don't be anxious Pray about it, whatever is bothering you. You know, there's a scripture that says that the Lord will perfect that which concerns you. He's Whatever is concerning you, um, you can bring it to him. He knows everything, but it says pray about it. Now what you're doing, you're bringing it to God. And you are surrendering. In doing that, we surrender the situation in his hands. 
Okay, so you're bringing that situation to him. Secondly, it says, thank him. Okay, so it says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Now you're going to thank God. Thank you, God, that you're in control of that situation. Thank you that you're going to bring my, my children home safely. Thank you, God, that, um, you know, that person will be healed. Whatever it is, thank him for it. And then it says, because, we, you know, we know that God will work out all things for good. And lastly, we will be able to experience his peace. Then it says, then we will experience his peace. And when we believe you'll take care of our situation for us, we will experience God's peace. It is in the presence of the Lord that we will be able to enter a place of peace and rest. When we enter God's peace, it doesn't matter what our physical conditions are or the circumstances that is causing us to be anxious at that moment. You know that we have already overcome the greatest part of the battle, and that is having peace in the midst of the storm. You know, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, you, you're so anxious about a situation, and so now you're praying, and you say, God, please, I need your help, and you, you start praying, and you, you're frantic about it. And then all of a sudden, you just have this absolute peace. And you just have a knowing, that knowing that everything is going to be okay. Uh, and you can't explain that kind of um, peace. And that is the peace that God says, the peace that will guard your heart and your mind. And that is that, that supernatural peace that the world doesn't experience. But sometimes, even in the midst of the storm, even when you haven't seen the outcome, even if you know if everything, you don't know everything's going to turn out, but you've got that, that is faith. That is when you automatically step into faith, where you can say, God, thank you. I know, as I know, as I know, everything is going to work out perfectly. And you surrender that unto him. You know, the second part of the battle is even if you have that peace in the midst of the storm, now you have complete faith. Okay, God, I know. I just know as I know everything's going to be fine. The second part is keeping that peace. And Isaiah 26.3 says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is fixed on you because he trusts in you. Why? Because now you trust in God. Now you've got that peace. And now you need to keep focused on that peace and keep trusting. So when we enter the peace of God, he will reveal to us most of the times his heart regarding our circumstances. And the truth, that truth will set us free. Why? Because if we start feeling anxious, when we start doubting, it's, it's the enemy that comes in with lies, telling us what if, showing us situations and scenarios that hasn't even happened yet, but we are so worked up. And you know what? The most important thing is that sometimes we just need faith as small as a mustard seed. Because the Lord says, whatever you ask me and you believe it, I will do it for you. So, you know, in the Bible, and I know I'm jumping off the topic here, but just to, to get to the point of why do we need faith? 
Um, and faith is the opposite of fear. Why does the enemy want to bring in fear and anxiety and worry? It's because he knows when you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. He wants to come and steal that faith so that God cannot work on your behalf. Because the word says, whatever you ask and believe, whatever you have faith for, I will do it for you. And therefore, the enemy will always come and try and steal that faith, which is as small as a mustard seed. You see, when our minds come into alignment with that that the Lord says about our circumstances, we will be able to stand strong in our faith. And we need to know that the promises of God and his word are more real than the emotions that we are experiencing. You know, sometimes even being fearful and trusting God's word, even standing on that word, even no matter what, choosing to believe God's word, no matter how you feel, the word of God is it's secure, it stands, his word cannot be shaken, no matter how we feel on the inside. Rather choose to believe the word of God over your emotions in whatever battle you are facing. You see, the truth is that he is for us, God is for us and not against us. He is fighting your battles and my battles. All he wants is for us to believe it. You see, the Lord knows that we are weak and there are times when we fall into doubt. Even when we are in a situation, sometimes we are really trusting God for something. We are anxious. We are trusting him. And we do doubt. All of us, none of us are perfect in our faith. We do doubt him. And we need not to be discouraged when we struggle in our faith. You know, sometimes, um, you know, it, it says that faith is not even from us. There's a scripture that says that faith comes from the Lord. See, the Lord will help us. He will not let us go you know, if we hold on to him. You know that we can ask God to give us an extra measure of faith. And before I get there, I just want to read Proverbs twenty-four sixteen that says, For though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, but the wicked stumble when cabality strikes. See, when we battle with unbelief and our faith is low, we can ask the Lord to help us with our unbelief. And um, this is in Mark 9, 24, that says, Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, but help me to overcome my unbelief. You see, we can also ask the Lord to increase our level of faith so that we are able to supernaturally trust and believe in him in the midst of fear and anxiety. You know, God knows the internal battles that we struggle with. You see, when the Lord was in the garden of Gethsemane, he too was in turmoil. He was anxious because of what laid ahead of him. The word says he sweated, his sweat was like drops of blood. He knew what he had to go through and he said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not, let your will be done. You see, God understands everything that we are going through. You know, even when you are anxious, even when you are fearful. I know many Christians that struggle with anxiety, that struggle with fear. And it's not because you're weak as a person. It's the reality, you know, but only God, he can help us. 
You know, it's the Spirit of God that overcomes the world. We have got the authority. We've got the Word of God to help us to overcome. And it's all it is, is that we need to believe to have faith. Faith overcomes fear. Faith overcomes anxiety. And faith gives us peace, that peace in the midst of the storm. So we need to remember that we are never alone in our struggles. God is always working behind the scene, even when we don't feel or experience it. You know, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any lies in your life that you're believing that can cause you to feel anxious and fearful. And when you identify that lie, ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to replace it with his truth, to show you his truth in the midst of all of this. And you know what? If you're struggling, find someone that you can pray with, that can pray for you and with you. Sometimes, you know, when we go for inner healing um, or an inner healing session, we can get to the root. Sometimes it's just getting down to the root of the anxiety and the root of fear. And we need other people to help us, to pray for us, to walk a road with us. And, um, you know, there's that whole book of Joyce Myers, The Battlefield of the Mind. I think that is so powerful. The mind is so powerful. If we can learn to control our minds, we can um, learn to control our emotions and we can learn to overcome. So that's one of the the books which I would recommend. And also um, Managing Your Emotions by Joyce Myers. I found those two books to be so helpful. And especially with anxiety and especially with fear. But I want to end off today with just praying for you um, today. Just let us just ask um, Father God just to, to help you in this situation. So, Father, thank you that you'll remove the spirit of fear and anxiety from every single person's life that's hearing my voice today, that's struggling with it. Deliver them from every lie that is bounding them and consuming them. Lord, that is distracting them from your truth. Father, I pray that your truth will set them free. Thank you, Father, that um, whatever is concerning them, your word says that you will perfect that. Thank you, Father. Your word says if, you, if they call out to you, Father, if they bring whatever's concerning to you and they thank you and trust, put their trust in you, Father, that you will keep them in perfect peace. So I pray right now for your perfect peace over every single listener, Lord. Help them to overcome. Deliver them, Father, in times of trouble. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. If you have listened to this and you've enjoyed it, please let us know. Go to our WhatsApp line on Radio K Pulpit. And unfortunately, this is the end of my program. So we'll meet again next Saturday at the same time from me, Alana Oily, for you. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.